Good evening, listeners, and welcome back to the Under the Scope podcast where we discuss music. I'm your host, Will Brost, and joining me as always in a time when it is still afternoon and not yet evening, my good friend Patrick Anderson, live in California. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. I'm very excited for um, some 2023 ideas you and I have discussed behind the curtain in regards mm-hmm. to this podcast. But before we do that, we got to wrap up the year that was in 2022. We are ending. <laughs> what a better time to end 2022 coverage than on January 18th <laughs> of 2023. And we are celebrating, or at least I am. Uh, oh, yeah. I have a uh, uh, unsponsored beer in my hand right now, currently enjoying it. Uh, this is a celebration. This is our top 50 albums of the year of 2022 and if you follow us on twitter and or instagram thank you first first of all um and second uh you may have already seen a lot of these picks but uh i I imagine most of you listening have not or some of you at least so uh you know we kind of thought we'd try something new this year and just kind of go through our list just very casual and kind of talk about maybe why we uh picked what we picked how we felt about the year as a whole, maybe some trends we noticed in our list, maybe some questions we had for each other regarding our picks. Um, so yeah, I mean, we have a lot to talk about. So you want to go ahead and get started? I think first off, it was mm-hmm. like such a good year last year. It for was. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in the top <clears throat> 50, like, uh, you know, looking at just the 50 albums I have here, I think it's as strong as 50 as we've had in a few years for sure. Um, yeah. I would agree with that. I, I, you know, I, I always wonder, especially as I get older, if it'll ever match like the 2015, 2016 era for me. But, uh, you know, this is about as good of a year as, as any in the past few. So I'm glad we're kind of starting this album of the year podcast with this year, because there's a lot of worthy, worthy picks here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I feel like I listen to quite a bit more music than I do usually this past year um and i ended up with some still very like predictable picks for my taste (laughs) yeah yeah but there are also like quite a bit of just like oh shit this kind of came out of left field like this past year no absolutely yeah i you know my list is uh as usual a nice balance between maybe some obvious picks maybe some picks that are obvious if you know my taste and also mm-hmm. some real left field, never even heard of this act before, but they made it really high yeah. on my list. So um has a kind of a nice balance with that. And uh, yeah, any any other overarching thoughts before we get into the details here? That's pretty much it. I just, I was so, I was very impressed by the past year and had a great time like looking back at this and thinking about it. All right. That's, that's a... Uh, Let's do it. Would you like to start or would you like me to start? I'll start this time. I'll take the lead. Okay, yeah. So what we're, how we're going to do this is kind of rattle them off 10 by 10. And um, you know, just kind of as as we rattle these off, maybe share some thoughts, maybe ask some questions. You know, just we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so real quick, just kind of quickly <clears throat> go through what are your 50 to 41? 50, oh, 50 to 41. Yeah. Um, number 50... I had Biba Doobie, Beatopia, mm-hmm. uh, Psy, 49, Shiki, 48, 
Zguba. I'm sorry. I don't okay. know. <laughs> yes. Say that one. Zguba's Nodge. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> number 47, Russian Circles Gnosis. 46, Querco S. Plonk. Mm. 45, Willie Nelson, A Beautiful Time. 44, Mismore and Thou, Myopia. 43, Soccer Mommy, Sometimes Forever. Mm. 42, Angel Olsen, Big Time. Mm. And then uh, 41 was Night, Voices of the Cronian Moon. I love it because already, <laughs> like, a big variety of, I mean, we've got, like, Biba Doobie Soccer Mommy on one end, but then we also yeah. have some, like, really obscure metal and ambient, too. So, uh... Yeah, I just, Starting it off with, with Bima Doobie was uh, something I was proud of. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's fantastic, especially because you recommended me that album. I, I'm glad it, it ended up making your list. I, I did kind of want to ask you, like, overall, like, obviously your tastes lean more metal, especially, like, recently, and, and some ambient as well. Do you feel like mm -hmm. this year even more so it kind of leaned, like, your list overall leaned further into that? Yeah, that's a good question. I had to think about the past few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it did, honestly. Yeah, I think that uh, this year I got deeper into black metal especially mm. than I have in the past three or four years when I started really, really getting into it. Uh, yeah, but it was also just a fantastic year for like black metal. And I got back into ambient, and there was another... I think that uh, 2017 was a year for ambient music that I always remember. Mm, mm -hmm. That was uh, Visible but, Cloaks, Gas, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That was great, yeah. yeah. The um, the Gas album from that year was yeah. so good. But yeah, this year was really great for ambient and black metal, too. Like, um, Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. I think that you're right. I think that I... Or I don't know if that's what you were assuming that I had, but... Well, even just this 10, uh, again, kind of like that versus um, some of the more, like, softer indie rock. It's It's got some real... Yeah, that's what yeah. I noticed, is that indie, uh, indie rock, like, I still have some indie rock on here, very notable indie rock placements at certain points, uh, but that has started to kind of, like, peter off in mm. favor of like more ambient black metal and other like other genres my indie rock stuff's been kind of like i feel like not it, it like not that the releases are worse necessarily it's just i think that my focus on it is a little bit less that's the big thing i noticed okay yeah like as you delve further and further into like black metal and, and various other uh I like I don't know what I don't want to call them obscure genres. I guess, I guess they are though. Um, they're, yeah, they're like sub genres. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I even just that sample of ten, I really like it because it's got some real uh, fairly odd parents. Uh, someone who's not afraid to say, "Hey, I like kissy kissy goo goo and skull sculpture <laughs> vibes to it." <laughs> that is great. Yeah, it's, it's so yeah. good. Putting <laughs> back to back the Biba Doobie and then uh, Ms. Moore and Thou. Like that's what you got to listen to <laughs> back to back. Well, that's what makes you know. I'm always it, it, oh, and I should have mentioned this up top, but like I'll be posting at least on my Twitter and my Instagram account, which I'll have linked in the description. Um, 
I'll be making a playlist, a Spotify playlist of my uh, picks as well as Patrick's picks. Uh, and I always like listening to Patrick's playlist. One, because like half of the artists uh, I haven't heard before. You know, I'm excited just to check them out. But um, uh, always excited to hear like the variety from one track to the next as well. So that, that it's always a lot of fun. Well, that makes you feel good. Well, good. I think that that's uh, that's always something that I when I listen back to my playlist, I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I like. It usually goes from like some pretty uh, extreme like moods, I think. And I just like to uh, have these uh, once a year, usually late in the year. I like to go back on our old playlists from the previous years and just kind of see how we were feeling at the time for those years. Um, and so I kind of like yeah. having these playlists as like a historical reference for h- how I was at the time. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just kind of fun, I guess. Um, yeah, that would be cool to, we've had enough of these playlists made now. It would be cool to roll through a couple of them and see like the, if there's any sort of like direct pattern. Or mm. anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe do like a, like a trend, like, even to help answer my own question that I had for you, like, oh, just how much yeah. have you been increasing in your... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I honestly can't say, because I think that this has been one of my heaviest years in black metal, especially. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Maybe 2018 was actually that year. Yeah, <laughs> right. Who's to say? Uh, I guess we can find out, but that requires work. You know what I mean? So that's... That's, that's not thing. for today. Yeah, that, we're not working today. I'm, you know... <laughs> I'm drinking a beer. I'm done with work yeah. for the day. Yeah, exactly. I'm potting a lot later than I, you know, I'm normally in bed by now. It's, uh, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> Everything's off. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's off. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to run through my 50 to 41 real quick, um, which is just weird now that I'm looking at it again. Uh, oh, and I, I only wrote down the artist names on this paper I have here. So, like, I might totally botch these albums. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so, I'm going to give them a try. Um, <laughs> but I might mess them up. <laughs> um, number 50, uh, I have Brockhampton with The Family. Number 49, Soccer Mommy. We already got a repeat uh, with Sometimes nice. Forever. Uh, 48, Nilifer Yanya with Painless. Number 47, The Smile with... Oh, boy. Uh... Uh, I think it's a light, for, a light for attracting attention, perhaps. Nice. Yeah, that's right. Number 46, Ka, Woeful Studies. And then number 45, Ka with Languish Arts. I love that so much. Yeah, you, you can't reasonably separate these by any tier. You know, they're, they're more or less the same experience. But um, uh, number 44, we got the Beths with uh, Expert in the Dying Field. 43, Oso Oso with Sore Thumb. 42, Earl Sweatshirt with Sick. And then, uh, oh, man. 41, The Comet is Coming. <laughs> Hyper Expansion Beam. Shit, that's very, not... Very close. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> Hyper Digital... Hyper Dimensional, <laughs> dimensional Expansion Beam. There it is. There it is. And Yeah, you gotta... Yeah, and I and I know you know that because uh, it's it's even higher for you. That's a really fun album for both of us, but... um. I also have both of our lists pulled up because oh. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do this, <laughs> where I saw like the artist name and I was like, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Well, I'm glad, especially for some of these super long album titles too. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, Comet is coming had four words and I forgot one of them could. Play. Yeah. I didn't even try. Yeah, it's, it's a long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Same with a light. 
Yeah, but I, I just looking at my own list at this point, um, you're going to be seeing a lot of uh, uh, power pop and especially underground hip hop on the list uh, as per usual. I think kind of what you were saying about indie rock kind of maybe diminishing a, just a little bit over the years, but obviously still going to be pretty prevalent on both of our lists. Whereas mm-hmm. you've delved more into metal and ambient as we've been kind of maturing in our taste or how, what have you. I've been delving more into like hip yeah. hop, especially and and power pop. So that's, we kind of have some of our, and some of these overlap, right? Like you have some underground hip hop on your, on your list and, and whatnot. Um, but it is interesting to see how our, our tastes have kind of diverged over the years. Yeah. I was going to say you're, uh, looking through at your top or like, yeah, 50 through 41, like, you have such a just tight, solid mm. group of albums on here. Like, this is so recommendable to people. Thank you. Yes, yeah. I think that's something that I think is uh, um, I've noticed about your like taste evolving over the years is that you usually still are able to find uh, even as obscure as we can both get at points. I think you're really good at like finding stuff that's. Uh, generally fairly accessible still for people and it's like fantastic stuff still so like yeah because like the Nalufer Yanya and Ka is such a good example of that too Mm. like I remember when you showed me Ka I haven't listened to these albums yet I still need to listen to them but I remember when you showed me Ka and I was like damn like this is an example of somebody that's like the headiest hip hop head could listen to and appreciate them. Mm -hmm. And somebody who's just getting into Kendrick could also check them out and just nail it. Yeah, no, that's, and I really like, uh, first of all, thank you for that. And I also like how, um, uh, your list all, 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 it's kind of some, sometimes it feels like maybe the opposite a little bit on your list where it's like, it's more, uh, challenging, but in ways that are like rewarding on your list. Whereas mine is maybe closer to like accessible. Um, oh, so I, it, well, I, that is good to hear. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's got like, uh, two different appeals, I guess. But even then, yeah. even as I feel like my list, a lot of it is accessible. I'll get, I even got this like last year, someone, uh, it's like, Oh, I really liked your, a uh, couple songs on your playlist. And I'm kind of thinking like, okay, maybe, yeah. <laughs> one of the more accessible songs, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, you know, maybe like, uh, you know, I kind of forget was it, who was it the year of the clipping album. Like, yeah, right. Well, that was the thing. He and I was like, oh, okay, what did you like? And he was like, oh, I really like that JPEG Mafia song. I'm like, oh, oh wow, fantastic. okay, all right. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, I'm, that that JPEG Mafia is a good example too. Like, you you're really good at finding those kind of artists that are like really freaking wacky but but like still, for some reason yeah everybody just finds something to like about them yeah no that's that's interesting i haven't really thought of it like that but i think you i think you might be onto something with that um yeah because even kind of looking at these like there isn't really anything insanely inaccessible in, in even this first 10 i would say the comet is coming is probably yeah. the most inaccessible yeah and honestly, a big part of that is just no vocals on that album. But also part yeah, of it is it, just, yeah. I, I mean, 
what an amazing blend of sound that album is. It's just such a unique album that it might be hard for some people to get yeah. into it with the like jazz electronic fusion. It, it's it's really fascinating, and I would recommend it to really anybody. But um, yeah, God, just amazing. Yeah, stuff. yeah, but yeah. Besides that, I mean, the a lot of these are very, very like uh, recommendable, like Soccer Mommy. The Nalufer Yanya, The Smile, The Beths. I, I, I listened to the Beth song after uh, we did our podcast, and I was like, uh, yeah. yeah, this 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 is a Wilbros classic. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's always the, yes, oh, always the one, um, just like super, you can't deny it, power pop. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually, I think maybe the last thing I wanted to say on this section before we move on to your next one is... Um, I was now that we both have revealed Soccer Mommy. I was actually surprised Soccer Mommy was higher on your list than mine, especially because the last Soccer Mommy record I think was like number twelve on my twenty twenty list, uh, and yeah. I did not make your list at all. So like, I guess maybe it was yeah. the the one o tricks. I think collab. I barely listened to that Soccer Mommy album when it came out. Oh okay, like, okay. Like I listened to it like a couple of times, and then I think yeah, because I remember there were a few songs that I thought were really great from it. And I remember enjoying it, but I, I think that when the album of the year time came around, I was like, uh, I don't know. I haven't listened to this very much. Yeah, and I don't even but think then, this is uh, like a big downgrade. But then this year, she puts out just a couple of dark-sounding songs, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of tricks on the, on the production. Yeah, exactly. That's what always gets me, I guess. <laughs> I don't even think it was that, like, a downgrade per se. It's just... Uh, the last one came out right when COVID started, so I like was listening to it a lot around then, and so I think it had oh, like a yeah. bigger impact just because of that. But um, yeah, shout out to Soccer Mommy who has made both of our lists. Anyway, on to your uh, what is your number forty to thirty one? Forty through thirty one kicked it off with some very bizarre black metal. Mm. Uh, Revenant Marquee, Milk Teeth, uh, and then Charlotte Adigeri, nice and Bolas. Uh, pupil, I think. Bolus pupil, P- pupil yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh, topical dancer. Sorry yes. for butchering that one too. All good. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, some Native American black metal with Nachachwin yeah. Kanawa Black, and then another Will recommendation: Cheek Face. Mm. Too much to ask. Asian Glow stalled flutes means. Oh, I gotta list the numbers here. Thirty-five. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> 35 we're at uh vortize tianis k luchar yes uh delazir 34 pale blue dot 33 cities of eve man plays horn yes 32 will it yeah 32 william basinski on reflections Mm. uh and then 31 is oh man will recommendations on this one billy woods oh ethiopes (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah i i love um you know, because I think some people may hear, like, metal or black metal, and, and, like, only one type of sound comes to mind. But what yeah, I like about exactly, this yeah. section of your list, you've got the really extreme black metal to start off this section, but you also have some Native American black metal here, mm-hmm. and you've also got some, I believe, uh, like, Latin uh, yeah, Chilean. Yeah, uh, Chilean. Black metal. Yeah, with uh, with the Vortize, which I thought was a really fun record. Um, so it's, Thanks. I think it's really cool that you have like all of these different types of uh, 
like various subgenres even within metal and even within like black metal represented on on your list i think that's i think that's really legit and the native american black metal um i even heard anywhere like i don't even know how you discovered that that was just <laughs> i don't I even don't know even where you found where. that <laughs> I, I, rem I think that it was like oh i know how this happened nice uh i <laughs> I was like, uh, I went and visited Richard, my brother. Oh, nice! In in Yellowstone, um, because he was living in Montana at that point. We went to Yellowstone uh, for the day, and it was awesome. It was like so cool, and I was, you know, there's so much Native American history there, and uh, <laughs> I literally had the thought, I wonder if there's native american black metal because oh. we were, there's a lot of like native american music that was being played <laughs> and like <laughs> and i it's, it was fantastic and i don't know much about native american music in general already mm -hmm. but i do think it's kind of funny that like my first thought on that was not <laughs> oh let me check out some you know traditional, traditional. Native american music it was <laughs> i wonder if they've made <laughs> Native American black metal before. <laughs> That's like if I were to look up, uh, have Native Americans made like underground abstract hip hop or something like that. Like if I just... yeah, it was a very specific thing, <laughs> and then they did, and this was great. So <laughs> you just raw searched Native American black metal. That's so good, but it was good enough to make your list. So that's it was yeah, it, it was rewarding. it was great. I think that the uniqueness of that uh, Nachachwin album. Like, um, yeah, it, it's just like the blending of traditional. Uh, that was the thing, too, with the uh, Vortize, the one that you uh, were talking about, the mm. Chilean sounding black metal. Mm -hmm. That was the thing that was um, like so awesome about that one. And the Psy album from above, too. Oh, OK. They have all of these uh, traditional cultural instrumentations that they use with black metal. And anytime I've heard that, I've, it like, and when it's done well, it just sounds so cool and interesting and unlike anything I've ever heard. And it always like is super rewarding. So that, that's part of the reason I think that I was like, yeah, this is this is great. Very nice. And I, I also love too. You've got, I mean, you've got one of my guys, Billy Woods. More on him later. Yeah. You've got one of your guys, William Basinski in uh in this section as well yeah yeah um yep. so e even even as your your tastes have branched out you're you're you know still sticking true to your roots here in a in some aspects too which which i always love um the, the hardest deviation i've made from artists that i've loved in the past uh is just not in <laughs> not liking the new coldplay record <laughs> That's really it. It's just <laughs> yeah, most of it. You really there, only like, added to your taste. Like your tastes have changed yeah. only in that you've added, except yeah. you've kind of subtracted. Most Coldplay. of that other stuff is still there. Like if I hear a Lincoln Park album, I'm still like, ooh, this is. <laughs> you know what? You might be like. I think I'm that way with um, uh, Bling era rap. I guess is my Coldplay. Oh, like that, yeah. It's like That's the one good... thing I don't really listen to now, but I was all about. But everything else I've kind of added on. You know so. Um, yeah, kind of, oh, I think that makes sense. I guess Eminem too. He might be the ultimate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like a necessary deviation to like <laughs> to like grow up and like turn into an adult. Like, <laughs> that's that's really good. 
that one's like i mean if you are still liking coldplay at this point it's like i honestly yeah i'm just like good for you like that's great but <laughs> that's if you're, it, <laughs> yeah the eminem thing is like all right we need to we need to yeah up. yeah eminem is like oh you're paying rent now you should really <laughs> yeah <laughs> you should really yeah. let go of that one um that's, that's, that's great stuff i'll uh God, um, I'll move on to my next section here. Then, real quick, uh, number forty, Eminem. Uh, no. Yes. Uh, no. Uh, backwash <laughs> had to be. Uh, God, oh my God! What was the backwash? Uh, his happiness shall come first. This is, this is the challenge. Here. <laughs> yeah. Point. E- even when we're suffering. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, this happiness shall come first, even though we're suffering. Okay, okay. I was close enough. I'll, I'll, I'll give myself a pat on the back. Yeah, we'll give you the Jeopardy point. There you go. <laughs> 39, uh, Red Veil with uh, the the album that Red Veil put out. Number 38. <laughs> God, oh, Learn to Swim. It's Learn to Swim. Uh, number 38, sticking with the water-themed album names, MJ Lenderman with Boat Songs. Number 37, Spiritualized. With, yes. Um, with their latest number, uh, number thirty six, <laughs> push a T with it's almost dry. Thirty five, Angel Olsen, big time. That's another repeat for us. Number yeah. thirty four, another repeat, and like damn near the exact placement. You just had it one spot higher. <laughs> the cities of Eve, man plays the horn. Number thirty three. <laughs> Here we go, baby. Blade and Echo two K <laughs> with crest. Drained, <laughs> drained, drained up. Uh, number thirty-two, West Side Gun with ten, uh, <laughs> just ten. Number thirty-one is uh, Sobs with, um, oh, God. <laughs> I love that this is this, this is album just came out. It, it's <laughs> Air Guitar. Well, I was gonna say Air Guitar, but I thought that was like a song from it. Um, <laughs> it's really good. I hate I hate that I'm like missing some of these names because these are really good albums. I didn't just decide to put these on. Uh, I yeah, mean, shit, I forgot the spiritual. I still don't know the spiritualized album name. Um, everything was. Oh, I didn't even. I, I didn't even realize. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, spiritual. Everything either is or was beautiful. Something like that. Yeah, everything was beautiful. There you go. So, so that's that's my uh, my next stretch here, and uh, you know, we've kind of got some overlaps now with uh, the cities of Eve and Angel Olsen. I yeah. mean, really, two peas in a pod with those two. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I think that that yeah, I I I love that that is like where our overlaps happen sometimes too. Yeah, is like with a super, uh, for the most part, traditional indie rock type of album, and then uh, with just some bonkers like yeah. <laughs> hip-hop like yes. just some weird very cool like experimental hip-hop i i always like that it is fascinating because like i won't spoil it yet um but our combined album of the year yeah is <laughs> as milk toast of a pick as you can get you know what i mean it's like okay two two white dudes with a music podcast i wonder what their combined <laughs> album of the year is it's it's the album you're thinking of 
But then yeah. also, we both really love this Cities of Eve album that like I have not seen anybody talk about outside of Rate Your Music. You know what I mean? So I think that's I think our I think, that's I think our cool. coolest combined record that we've had on our list was when we had Clipping. Yes. Oh god. At like number two and number three. Yes. Like, both, yeah, and aged gracefully, by the way, like that. I still stand by that being as high as it was on that, and um, yeah, and and I guess to kind of segue back into our, the, this list a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the clipping really got me into kind of horrorcore uh, hip hop, uh, which you know, Backwash has made this list three years in a row for me now, and yeah. and has for you as well, and so she's just kind of like. I, I always love keeping track of like how often and how frequently do certain artists make my list because it's not as frequent as you might expect. Um, I mean, some yeah. artists are on here. You know, I kind of joke about Billy Woods being on it every time he releases an album, and that's basically true. But at the same time, Kendrick didn't make my list this year, where as you know, some might think he's kind of like an automatic yeah. pick for me. Um, so it, really impressive work by Backwash making this three years in a row on this list. Um, yeah, a, a huge shout out to Backwash. Huge shout out, huge shout out to Backwash, dude. She's fantastic. Yeah. She's fucking amazing. And, and it's nice too, because it's a trilogy of albums. Um, yeah, I was going to say was that good. was something that was so impressive about this too, was the, the trilogy aspect of it was, um, just so well executed. I don't feel like a lot of artists are able to pull that off. Like, yeah, seriously, it's just such a big undertaking to try to conceptually tie in three different albums to each other and make them all individually. Yeah. Like great albums. Like, so. yeah. Individually worth your time and like cohesive from one to the next to where it doesn't feel drunk. It, forget music. Like, it's hard to get trilogies done right in movies or anything or, you know, yeah, there's always, right, yeah. there's usually one that's kind of like, yeah, I don't know about that one, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe one that like reaches a little too far or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to get into like a Spider-Man three discussion necessarily right here. Right oh, now. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but not every trilogy is like, Lord that's of a Rings, separate pod. Yeah. That's it. Right. <laughs> dude we should do a movie pod that'd be really fun that would be great because <laughs> there would just be hot takes everywhere it really would it, it, i really <laughs> i i love watching movies but i don't feel comfortable <laughs> in, enough in my like movie criticism yeah. so i just throw hot takes. yeah you think my you think my music takes uh tastes are uh unhinged <laughs> holy hell wait till you get me on the sticks behind a movie review pod holy hell i would love I would love somebody that's like super like like let's say there's somebody out there that's like super listening to like my black metal uh, <laughs> recommendations. I'd love for them to like realize how uh, how much how many like Marvel movies and Tom Cruise movies I actually watch. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. They must assume like, oh, your favorite actor is. Uh, you know this kind of obscure like Norwegian actor or something, but it's like yeah. it's really just Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. Anyway, oh, but yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> back to this. Yeah, let's get into uh, your top thirty now. What are your uh, top uh, number thirty to number twenty one? As we kind of segue into the second half of our list. Second half, yeah. yeah. So twenty nine started off. Whoa, whoa, whoa with... 30, 30. Right? Oh, wait, sorry. 30. Yeah. yeah. No, we're just going to skip it. <laughs> fuck, fuck number 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about 30 of the year, then I'm 30. There you go. <laughs> uh, 30 was, oh, this one was a very strange uh, 
obscure pick. Uh, Arthur King, Changing Landscapes. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 29, The Smile. Got a so good. delight for attracting attention. 28 was Just Mustard, Heart Under. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. 27, Whatever the Weather, Whatever the Weather. Uh, 26, uh, Guys, Scavera. Mm-hmm. There, uh, there will be no super slave. Twenty five, the boy Brian Eno. There's the boy. Yeah, there you go. Ever and ever, no more. Twenty four, backwash. Mm-hmm. It shall come first, even though we are suffering. Twenty three, spiritualized. Everything was beautiful. Twenty two, push a T. It's almost dry. Mm-hmm. And then twenty one, Conway the machine. Oh God. Stakes. forgot you like that conway out that's awesome that's awesome oh, um yeah dude once again i, I you know I, I saved like oh you had room for your boy william basinski on your list totally forgetting yeah, that brian well, you know yeah, put out thinking when you said that i was like well i have like a very a, a lot more predictable of a pick <laughs> <laughs> coming up like <laughs> yeah that's i mean that's about his um but what the one I found interesting, like, kind of speaking of you know Brian Eno and Ambient, um, if I remember correctly, the the theme behind the whatever the weather isn't that the one it, it's like an yeah. ambient record, but it's um, the track titles are degrees of temperature, yeah. and that's kind of meant to be kind of like an ideal, um, you know, like setting to listen to that song. Is that how that? Do I have that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. That's okay. exactly right. The, they, the track names are all different temperatures and then, uh, yeah, it's an ambient record and the idea is to like kind of represent the feelings and emotions and stuff that are kind of generally associated with a certain type of weather, That's I which I just, yeah. I thought was such a cool idea and it ends up being really, it ends up working really well. I think that's a really cool or hot idea, depending on the time. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a really cool idea because, like, whenever I'm in the mood, usually it's just kind of like, man, I want to relax. I'm going to throw on some ambient. And I don't really think too much of, like, anything, you know, situationally beyond that. Just kind of like, oh, ambient music helps calm me or whatever. Yeah. But to kind of put thought into, like, more specific conditions as to, like, oh, you should listen to this particular track paired with this outside temperature or whatever like i think that's such a really interesting idea that goes beyond like oh this is just calming instrumental ambient stuff you know what i mean yeah 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 i'm glad you liked the concept i thought it was so cool it it was like um like i uh, did it obviously with like walking around and stuff like taking walks and stuff and like it's uh, it's as good as you would hope it would be because it just it just feels so nice i think that the concept is also like i guess it could be a little hippie like dippy if you're mm. like mm-hmm. you know looking at it kind of cynically but there is something very connective and mindful like, about walking out, listening to some stuff that is purposely trying to tune you in with like what's going on around you, weather-wise. I, I, I thought that it was great. Yeah. But I did think it was kind of funny 
because it's the it's a UK uh, ambient artist that made it. Oh, so and uh, and she makes the uh, track tiles. They're all in Celsius. <laughs> so you got to bring up your converter to like. Yeah. So yeah, my I had to like <laughs> convert it on my phone first and be like, okay, so this is actually this kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you're outside in eighty degree weather. You're like, what the hell? I thought, oh, it's actually I should be listening to this when it's much yeah. colder out. <laughs> The only thing I know about Celsius is zero degrees is freezing and a hundred is boiling. Yeah. And that's it. And <laughs> Which is- <laughs> classic, you know, it, it's just, the, it goes back to the metric system where it's like, oh, we picked this really ass backward way of like measuring shit whenever zero to 100 makes a lot more intuitive sense. So much sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we kind of moved over to mine, I because like number 30 for me it just happens to start like a tier up like this is really where a lot of the list starts for me so it, do you have kind of a point in your list and have we reached that yet where it's like oh yeah it's like here's your uh, these are albums that i liked and made my list but starting here these are the ones that were like holy shit yeah no doubt are making my list types this section that we just have been talking about. We must mm-hmm. talk about whatever the weather. Mm-hmm. But uh, like the the guys Guevara, the Brian, yeah. you know, the backwash, the spirit, like those ones were starting to be like, oh yeah, this is great. Okay. Like, um, yeah, and then from here on out, it's like, yeah, like from the, I feel like for yeah, from here on out, when I'm the ones I'm looking at, there was a instance at least like when I first listened through, I was like. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, the ones that it's like the this is what we remember the year for, you know. The, yeah, like exactly, the the ones yeah. that really come to mind first. So okay, awesome. I'm glad we kind of have a, a very similar kind of break even point for that. Yeah, um, I feel like that makes sense. Awesome. Uh, so my oh, I have to like flip over the page halfway through this. Uh, number thirty for me, uh, Biba Doobie with Beatopia. Uh, nice. Twenty nine. One of my guys. Open Mike Eagle uh, component system with the auto reverse. Number 28, Kilo Kish with American Girl. 27, uh, another one of my new guys, uh, Alex G with uh, God Save the Animals. Yeah. Number 26, one of my guys' guys, absolute guys, Quelly Chris with Death Fame. Uh, moving into the top 25 now uh, with Rock Marciano and the Alchemist, Elephant Man's Bones. 24, Naked Flames, Miracle in Transit. Number 23, Danger Mouse and Black Thought with Cheat Codes. Number 22, Denzel Curry with uh, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. And number 21, Wise Blood with And In the Darkness, Hearts Aglow. So there you go. That's uh, almost at the top 20. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of lot of newer artists on that section of your list. Yeah, no, that's a, actually a really good point. Like a lot of, uh, like this Kilo Kish one, uh, very, you know, uh, it's kind of this loosely conceptual electro pop album uh biba doobie another kind of yeah. loosely conceptual pop album but both like up and coming pop artists in in many ways i kilo kish has been around for a minute but i feel like she's really starting to break out with this one um alex g is yeah perennially like i feel like he's kind of an indie star now but also still breaking out in some aspects uh, i think he's like maybe one album away from that real like top tier indie um it seems like he keeps on changing his sound fairly dramatically yeah like each time too so maybe that's 
like why it like people haven't been able to pin him down yet. I, and that's what I love about him. It's like he could put out. Um, I think I said this about Ween the other day, just kind of in our group chat uh, with our friends, but just kind of the idea of like they never do the same song twice. It, you know, Alex G is kind of that way. Oh, yeah. He just kind of likes to fuck around and it, it comes out great, but it sounds completely different than the next track. Um, like there's like a Wilco so, song on here, but then there's also like a fucking auto-tune breakbeat song on here, just like back to back. I'm like, what the hell is this guy? So Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, when I listened to it, I noticed there was a lot of, like, hyper-pop type sounds yeah. on there. Yeah. And I was going to say, with that one and then the Blade yes. from earlier, I'm Am like, are you, are you in this now? Like, are you, <laughs> well, and even is there something oh, there? Oh, God, that's funny. And even the Kilo Kish a little bit, too, has some, like, some yeah. hyper-pop <laughs> okay, moments yeah, on there. Nice. Oh, my God. Yeah, is that just me now? I guess. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm with it. Yeah, I've no, been, I think it's, I've been wow. like, yeah. I've been aware and like dancing around hyper pop stuff a little bit. Oh, that's so interesting. Like, yeah, in my own way and trying to find it, but I feel like you've maybe found your. Yeah, is this like the people. natural next step for someone who's really into power pop, but also interested in like experimental music? Is that the next front? And obviously, I'm like a lot of people, where um. First of all, R.I.P. Sophie, uh, who mm-hmm. I think introduced both of us and yeah. a lot of other people to hyperpop kind of in general. Crazy influential. Crazy influential. And then, you know, obviously uh, had influence on, like, Charlie XCX when she started doing some, like, hyperpop stuff. And they've even, like, collaborated before, right? And so... Yeah. And now I feel... I mean... <laughs> I might sound like an old man kind of talking out of my ass here, but I'm pretty sure hyperpop is gaining popularity with uh, people like a decade younger than you and I. And so it's it's really interesting that hyperpop is kind of having this moment right now. And so, you know, I kind of like that. I'm, I've got kind of one foot in on this kind of, you know, it keeps yeah. me young, you know, <laughs> especially the blade. Jesus Christ. I'm in the 99th percentile <laughs> of age for blade fandom. <laughs> so, oh yeah. You're that, that's literally you as the Steve Buscemi meme. <laughs> Washington, like. I'm going to that concert and people think I own the establishment or something like that. <laughs> oh God. I'm 30 years old. They think old. you're working yeah. the bar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I'm the only one yeah. there who can, you know, legally buy a drink there. So that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is uh, just a self commentate. This is like a, a very weird collection of albums, but also a very me collection where it's like I'm it's like I'm alternating between some underground hip hop faves, yeah, uh, some pop, whether it's like kind of power pop or hyper pop, and then also um some uh you know, kind of more standard but kind of tried and true indie stuff like uh Alex G. But uh, you know, one thing I did want to really quickly say before we move on to your top twenty. Um, shout out to both the Rock Marciano and the Alchemist, as well as Danger Mouse and Black Thought, because all four of those artists, one, are like legends, kind of the opposite of what we were talking about with some of these up and coming artists in my section. These are some tried and true, like, yeah. absolute legends in their fields. And both examples of what I kind of have seen trend wise, at least looking at my list the past couple of years, um, a resurgence in rapper and producer duo 
paired up for this one album. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of instances of just this rapper working with this producer for this one album and absolutely crushed it. Um, and I even got a couple more examples of that coming up. But I just really love that idea because it harkens back to, like, traditional hip-hop where you've got, like, Eric B. and Rakim or, like, Boogie Down Productions where it's just kind of, like, one rapper working with one producer. Obviously, like, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince is another example of that. Um, but I've always really liked that idea because I think it's really helped, uh, usually helps with, like, the cohesion of those records. Um, you know, you kind of have one producer and one rapper working on a singular vision. I think that usually works out very well, and it's evidenced on my list at least. So that's just kind of one really quick thing I wanted to say. That's a great shout out. I love that. Yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a really great breakdown of oh, well, how you feel about that. Well, thank you very I'll, much. I'll, I, I'll, I'll give a shout out to a couple of legends in uh, on my that previous list with Brian Eno and. Yeah. Uh, and the smile with Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, just because how the hell are they still putting out quality stuff like this, like this many years later? How the hell? And we were just talking about Radiohead uh, privately, and how, of course, how like, the, yeah, as we do again, it just goes yeah. back to like two white dudes tasting music. <laughs> like, uh, we don't really. We we still don't really know that much about music. We just listen. <laughs> yeah, I'm saved. <laughs> we, that's really it. We just kind of listen yeah. to what you expect us to listen to. Um, but how the hell did we both go the entire year not talking about the smile at all, but then both of us having this? But that out? is such a good point. Yeah. <laughs> like, how the hell did this happen? <laughs> uh, my, yeah, two, like, a, a group that, or, I mean, a half of a group that is, mm-hmm. like, instrumental in making us music fans both of us re- and we last were just week. like yeah this was good and yeah. we didn't talk about within it. the past week both of us were like yeah radiohead actually might be my favorite band of all time yeah. and <laughs> did hilarious. not talk about this we should have reviewed the smile on this podcast what were we thinking it's about? probably because it was only at number like 29 and not number five for that's probably true us. yeah and and we were it, like it, yeah it did barely is, make uh, my list yeah. It's actually kind of disappointing. Like <laughs> it, it, it kind of is in a weird way. Like it's not because it's you know that's the other thing. Because the quality is just so unbelievable most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I should have had that disclaimer in there too. Like the smile, I think is number forty-seven on my list, which sounds bad, but like making top fifty is a hell of an accomplishment given just how much music you and I both yeah. listen to. So you know, obviously, huge shout out to all these artists who made it. Um, that's that's us saying this was great. Yeah, exactly. I, I would recommend every single album on here for sure, mm-hmm. um, but especially the ones in our top twenty. So uh, nice segue. I yeah, was wondering how is. we were going to get back. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, yeah. So our uh, number twenty to number eleven on your end. What do we got? Mine was uh, another very what is this band camp listen? Okay. An uh, evening redness. An mm. evening redness. Okay. The Comet is coming at 19 nice. with Hyperdimensional Expansion Beam. Very good. <laughs> Nailed the title. <laughs> <laughs> 18, Zeal and Ardor. Zeal and Ardor. Okay. 17, Sudan Archives. Mm. Natural Brown Prom Queen. Great stuff. Uh, 16, uh, Black Nitty. Yeah. Hellfire. Yeah. 15 was Silvana Estrada. Marchita. Uh, 14, we got a repeat with Naked Flames, Miracle in Transit. Mm-hmm. 13, The Weeknd, Dawn FM. 
12, Micaiah McRaven, <laughs> These Times. And then 11, Death's Dynamic Shroud, Dark Club. <laughs> Dude, the variety you had in the past seven was <laughs> fucking insane. You went from Sudan Archives to Black Midi, which is, first of all, like an insane <laughs> double feature. And then Silvana Estrada, Naked Flames, who, by the way, more kind of like Cities of Eve, more rate your music core that like both of us were particularly into. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then The weekend, like going as far away from rate your music obscure core as possible <laughs> and then jumping back to Micaiah McRaven and then Death's Dynamic. But some NPR and then some, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> I love NPR core, dude. I just, I NPR. love it. Micaiah McRaven, like, oh, I mean, I love this album, but this is NPR core for sure. <laughs> it, shout out, to, speaking of NPR core, shout out to Boy Genius announcing an album today as, as oh. the day we're recording. <laughs> That's great, so, yeah. That is um, absolutely. So good. They'll probably make it. Anytime, yeah. anytime that kind of album, and um, an NPR core type album is like really good, it's yes. like one of the best, oh, dude, yeah. like most wholesome feeling. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it sounds like I'm dogging them. I'm not. I think Boy Genius is going to make both of our lists this year. So like, we're not. <laughs> we're not hating yeah, at all. Most likely, yeah. yeah. Based off of their uh, reputation, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm super excited for it. But uh, yeah, dude, I think that's my takeaway from this section of your list in particular. Is like just a what in the world's happening right now? Yeah, holy hell, the variety. Just uh, <laughs> you know, as much as I I start to think both of us are like siloed in to our particular genre tastes. The, the, your list and my list and especially this section of your list really show that like you can make a fucking phenomenal album in any genre you know what i mean i i don't think oh absolutely yeah, yeah like i don't think either of us would just completely dismiss an entire genre of music at this point certainly not i mean that's if we are we're doing our job poorly i think right but um yeah but i was gonna yeah, say this year so i much. think has been really good uh for me uh i think that i i I noticed this with both of us that of like being a lot more open-minded to letting just albums and genres happen and uh recognizing that there's like really like genius level potential for every single uh form of music out there Yeah, yeah there's not really anything it's all, it's all, the potential's all right there. I think that that's something that has been a lot more clear because I've been, I have admittedly, I think, been very closed off to certain genres in the past. Uh, and some of those I still have, like, I don't gravitate towards just personally. But I think the past couple of years, especially, I've been like, oh, what am I talking about? There's like amazing stuff in every area. Yeah, it, it really keeps our you know, this hobby kind of we have, it keeps it very fun, you know, uh, because you just never really know the next great record around the corner, like what it's going to sound like or what genre it's going to be in or anything. It Like I have four, I think, albums on this list that you could describe as country or like alternative country. You yeah. tell that to like 2015 me, not a not a fucking chance but uh oh yeah dude if i would have thought if i would have said when we started this podcast like hey by the way a few years from now you'll have a willie nelson album yeah. on top 50 yeah it's just like you know trying to be honest with our tastes 
but also being open to like, hey, you know, maybe I've been hearing good things about this album and this genre I'm normally not huge on. Let's go in with as open of a mind as we can. Or, you know, like like an, like an artist you just revealed uh, with The weekend, right? Yeah. Going into right. that with like, okay, neither of us have been the biggest fan of his albums necessarily. And like, this guy is this super, super pop guy, but we're going to yeah. go into this album with like as honest of a, uh, you know, as open of a mind as we can and being rewarded for it because that album was fucking amazing. You know what I mean? So it's just, that's kind of what I, think I like to be, Yeah. I think to be honest, like wrapping this up, like mm-hmm. the di- this digression up, uh, this is great. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think that, for me at least getting was like this always goes back to like black metal mm-hmm. me like getting into black metal more like seriously in the past like three or four i think it's been like maybe four or five years actually that i've been really diving into it um doing that has really helped me like uh kind of think about because i uh, about genres in a way that's like oh there's something here pretty much wherever you look yeah because uh i think i wrote off a lot of this that kind of metal for a long time actually because i was into the <laughs> the new metal scene for a while hell yeah in high school uh i got kind of into i don't know like, i guess like alternative rock prog rock kind of stuff after that and then I started writing it off once we got into like more headier intellectual type of, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, pitchforky type of music. I start writing that off, and I'm like, ah, this is not what other people are talking about right now. Yeah, you know, dude. it's probably not worth it. Dude, yeah. So getting into that has honestly helped me think about like, okay, well, what's one genre that I've wrote off forever? Country music, mm-hmm. you know, and there's not a country album on this. Uh, this part of the list, but referencing yeah. back to the Willie Nelson, like that, that the variety of this list is indicative of how I'm, I think that I'm starting to feel like, okay, I can listen to more than just this and it'll actually be really nice to break, break up the, uh, yeah, break up the yeah. monotony. No, that's yeah, totally well said and totally. I feel like I lost my train of thought, but yeah. No, no, you're you're totally good. Well, at least I totally feel you on this, and maybe it's because I'm two unsponsored beers deep at this point. <laughs> but no, I I totally. We're at our top ten now, so it's like yeah, <laughs> this is true. Um, okay, my twenty to eleven. You know what's great, dude? We just had this whole discussion on like, oh, you can find greatness anywhere in any genre. Yeah, yeah. My my 20 through 11, I think I've got five underground hip-hop albums on here. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, fantastic. So, so uh, my number 20... It, this is always how it happens, too. Like, yeah, it, I feel like we, we always have some sort of paradox going on. It, with, like, it's a really interesting balance. And, uh, you know, kind of what's interesting just... Uh, there's five hip-hop albums in this section I'm about to say. There's only one hip-hop album in my top ten, which is maybe the biggest upset of all time. Damn, I didn't realize that. It's, That's crazy. It's super weird, but uh, I comfortably had a favorite hip-hop album of this year. Even though that's my genre, there was one 
that stood out and uh <laughs> he's the patron saint of this podcast you already know yes who it is but uh my number 20 uh the weekend with don fm you know shout out to the weekend again what a phenomenal album that was. yeah fantastic uh 19 another phenomenal album that frankly i'm surprised didn't make your list uh i, I don't even know your oh. thoughts on this but the big thief uh with oh boy uh oh. <laughs> Dragon New Warm Mountain, I believe in you still. Wow, you nailed it. Oh wait, I think I added a word. <laughs> I think I, I'm not sure, dude. <laughs> Dragon New Warm Well Yeah, yeah. Dragon New Warm Mountain, I believe in you. Oh, okay. I, I added a still at the end. Uh, like I had it and, oh. then, I, and then I choked. <laughs> <laughs> you you just fumbled it at the finish line. <laughs> I believe in you forevermore. Ah, oh, damn it. So yeah, close. There you go. Nice. Uh number eighteen. This was such a weird... I actually have, on my personal list, I, like, crossed these off and, and like, switched them around a couple times. Uh, and it's weird to say that, like, any album is better than this Big Thief album, just as epic as it is. But uh, it, it does feel a little weird putting this Benny the Butcher, Tana Talk 4, right above it. But that is... <laughs> I, I thought... It, I really do love that album, as I love the whole Griselda movement, as one knows. Um, 17, uh, maybe my... F- one of my favorite breakout artists of the year, uh, Yard Act, uh, with uh, shit, The Overload. Uh, nice. 16, going back to that uh, producer and rapper combo, uh, Boldy James and Real Bad Man with Killing Nothing. Also, just real quick, hoping the best for Boldy James, who was recently in a pretty serious car accident within the past few oh, days. He appears shit. to be, yeah, he appears to be in like stable condition, but like, holy fuck, man, that is scary stuff, dude. Damn, you just never that's know. terrible. Yeah, terrible for uh, for anyone, and you know, obviously, he's been one of the more prolific and uh, better rappers the past few years for sure. Going into my top fifteen, we have uh, Saba with a um, few good things. Number fourteen, Guys Guevara with uh, "There Will Be yeah. No Super Slave." Thank you for the recommendation on that. Uh, number thirteen, Black Mirror. Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, Hellfire, Black Midi. What were you going to say? A very rate your music? Or is that, no, no, no. As I was, I was reading say, Black Midi. A very Midi? rare instance of when oh. I get to recommend you a, a hip hop album, underground hip hop <laughs> album that you haven't heard already. That's real. That's like uh, me recommending your number five to you. It's like, yeah, how the hell did this exactly. happen? Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll get, it's like, how the hell did that, how the hell did I not go out of my way to listen to guys? We're looking out for each other. We really are. And that's what makes us great. Uh, number 12, Anco, Animal Collective with Time Skiffs, another legend. Uh, and number yeah. 11, I have Conway the Machine here uh, with God Don't Make Mistakes. I think that's four Griselda projects on my list. And uh, <laughs> and Conway took it this year of those four. So, yeah, that's that's my, uh, my home stretch. Do you think that the Griselda Collective is, mm. like, the best... Uh, Uh, well, I mean, there's not really much competition out there for them right now, like collectives wise. Yeah, no, that's a very interesting, but they're, do you think that they're like one of the best even like in the past, like 10 years or so? Yeah. Just like, even like his, that's a good question. Uh, cause it's so weird to think about like history in the current moment. Sometimes you, sometimes it's easy to oversell it and sometimes it's like. Yeah, it's a tough question. Undersell it, but I mean, shit. Like, who? What other collective ever? Has you got like what? Odd Future. Yeah, you got. I'm talking like uh, even like Wu Tang. Like, yeah, like recently. Yeah, like 
This is like Brockhampton. This is mid '90s Wu Tang Clan almost. I'm not gonna say it's that good, but this is like when Raekwon, Jizza, and Ghostface put out like S tier albums in a two year period, basically. Like, yeah, it's it's the closest we've been to that. Where like, even Odd Future, who the the main three artists are fucking amazing from Odd Future. It's really incredible. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's pretty yeah. fucking nuts. It's like a Mickey Mouse Club for rappers. It's like those three guys <laughs> went off and did their own thing and just fucking nailed it. That's that's kind of the one thing I think holding Griselda back a little bit is like they have their lane. You know what I mean? Like you you kind of know what you're getting from them. Yeah, but with I see. But with a group like Odd Future, like all three of those main guys – make radically different music from each other and it's all phenomenal in their own ways but yeah you know the a reason griselda made my list four times is it's all kind of in the same wheelhouse a little bit on one hand that's kind of a bad thing on the other hand like i'm really into this like boom bap revivalism with a modern twist and so like give me as much of that as you can as long as it's fantastic and all of those rappers are phenomenal the producers are phenomenal it's just it's so good for a, a kind of a rap fan like me, I guess. Um, but yeah, dude, Griselda's yeah, like awesome. historical good almost. Like that's kind of where I think they're at. To answer your question, finally. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I was curious about because I've listened to a few albums from each of them now. Each of them has now made my top fifty mm. one time. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, because Westside made it one year yeah yeah those three have made it with this year um and the conway album i think i like the best out of all three of them it has that emotional resonance that i don't get from the others you know what i mean like that i did not expect conway to put my favorite uh, of them out like no disrespect but i've always kind of been like a west side guy and you know obviously benny was my introduction to the group um but even like you have those three the main three and um like Boldy James is Griselda. Um, Armani Caesar is Griselda. Yeah. Fucking Mock Hami, who is one of my favorites, and I don't think that's right. Yeah, like, yeah. He's Griselda technically. So like, f- there. That's a fucking movement right now, dude. That, yeah, are, man. Just so much talent. That's so crazy. much talent. So much talent, dude. Um, what did you, what did you think about the Big Thief before we move on to your top ten? I was kind of curious on that. Oh yeah, I listened to that. Uh, it was like the beginning of the year last year that it came out, mm-hmm. right? Like, like early February, I think. But yeah. also, it, it was like we were both still listening was... to Black Country at the time. I think is probably what happened for both of us. That's, I think that's exactly <laughs> what it was. I think that I listened to it, and Black Country kind of overshadowed everything, mm. mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Especially like folky indie rock. True. Uh, and then I just never ended up really going back to it to check it back out again. And yeah. that happened to uh, uh, one of the other Big Thief albums too, I think. Um, not, not the one. Not the one. <laughs> <laughs> Were you making a Big Thief song out of that? Yeah, I was making... Well, literally the album uh, with not on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two Hands, maybe? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah exi- that one. That was one I remember... Uh, it actually made my top 50 because I remember when I first listened to it, I was like, wow, this is really good. And then I listened back to it again at the end of the year 
And I remember being like, holy shit, this is way Dude, better than the placement that I gave it. That's a good call. Just like, um, you know, because these aren't set in stone, these lists, you know, like our no, opinions change. a lot change. of mine have changed. Yeah. yeah. It, mine, I think, are still fairly consistent with like how I yeah. had them. But like, especially a year or two down the line, I mean, well, every year there seems to be at least one record that... Um, I just I listened to so much, and uh, I should have given this one record more time. And for me, or for you, that may have been this Big Thief album this year. For me, um, yeah. the Jid album, the Forever Story. I think I just fucked up. Uh, I think yeah. I just fucked up, honestly. Like, because everyone, I listened to it like once, maybe twice, and maybe I just wasn't in the mood or something. But like. Thinking about that record and knowing what everyone has said about it, I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, I probably just fucked up, and it probably should be in my list somewhere, and I just kind of missed the boat. You know, we can't we can't delve into everything, and so these yeah. lists aren't perfect, but uh, you know, they are a, a representation. It does happen of our that things. way. It's like it's also yeah. like sometimes you just don't get to certain albums because of yeah. whatever reason it's and then uh and then you just miss it and then you listen to it like the next year or something and you're like damn it <laughs> like, yeah right right it's like where the fuck was this yeah uh yeah <laughs> like there's a album uh the koreatown oddity uh with a uh, little dominance oh Nose yeah Bleed, which came out in like 2019 i believe but i listened to it like early the next year I was like, where the fuck was I? It, like, if I listened to that when it came out, it would have been, like, top ten that year. But instead, yeah. it was off my list entirely. So it's just, you know, these things happen. Um, but uh, anyway. Yeah. We are at our top ten of the year. Oh, yes. This is very exciting. Um, really love my top ten. Like, obviously, we're going to start with yours because I'm not... Um, but I, I will say I love that, it if you just if you just uh, like just, leapfrog over <laughs> just <quick>. like <laughs> fuck this pattern we have going. Um, yeah, I, I will say the top ten again. It just kind of like number thirty and up. It just happened to work out where like these are the ten for me. Like I you know like I didn't have a big uh, commotion as to like oh what's going to be in the top ten this year. Like it ten was the perfect number. These yeah. ten I feel very good about. Um, so if there are changes to my list later on down the road, I, it's hard to predict, but this feels pretty solid to me. So what are your top 10 albums? Yeah. A lot of my, a lot of my top 10, um, well, actually all of these albums right away, I was like, oh my God, like there was mm. something about it that was like, just clicked, um, immediately and then just got better and better as the year went on um so it was such a and it, it's kind of funny because you're like telling talking about how as much variety i had in the last <laughs> part i must have just dumped it all out in that in that portion because this is just heavy stuff now this it's is like, true this is true yeah this is paddle core for sure yeah, yeah just just guitars <laughs> and yeah yeah not that that's a bad thing but it is it is very much a patrick list from here on out which yeah. uh which is very good I, I do like it i do like your picks but i do have a, a little bit i started off not quite in that area with the binker and moses album at number 10 mm -hmm. feeding the machine what a fantastic jazz album this year another good jazz oh. fusion jazz and ambient 
you know, that very, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Can't get any better. Yeah. Uh, number nine was Gospel, The Loser. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Uh, number eight, uh, speaking of so much fun, Soul Glow, <gasps> yes. Diaspora Problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven was Beach House, Once, Twice, Melody. Yes. Yes. And then uh, here on out is when it gets, yeah. <laughs> Number six, Blute Osnord, Disharmonium Dash, Unadreamable Abysses. Uh, number five, White Ward. Thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, there we go. The reverse guys with our pick here. Yeah, Leviathan. Or, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, false, false light. False, uh, false light. Yeah, there you go. Leviathan is the song. It's such a good song. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it made my number five album. And the song is album list, uh, length. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, number four was Cult of Luna, The mm. Long Road North. Mm-hmm. Number three, oh, Imperial Triumphant, mm. Spirit of Ecstasy. Uh, number two was Chat Pile with God's Country. Nice. And then number one was yes. the heaviest of them all. Yes. <laughs> Black Country, New Road, Ants from Up There. There it is. Awesome top yeah. ten. Beach House is like, oh, I think I got the wrong address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're like, am I at the right party? I'm not sure Coming how I got to the here. party with these, with these people and then throwing on the Beach House <laughs> album. <laughs> I, I love it. You know, uh, there is variety obviously in that in that top 10 but very heavy and for different reasons like the black country new road is heavy in its own way and chat pile is heavy yeah. in its own way uh the white ward That's, has you know it's like it, that seems to be a consistent theme in your top 10 but there is some variety even within that so i think it's pretty interesting and soul glow heavy in its own delivery yeah. um so yeah anyway i just i think i thought that was an interesting aspect of your top I guess that like a lot, a big theme when I'm looking at it, I guess a big theme of this year was like real cathartic stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. Just like, just like get it out kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, cause like, yeah, the gospel album, the soul glow album, the Imperial triumphant Chapel, like, like, and then beach house to calm down with. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like that's that, uh, like this is a fantastic. Uh, I'm tooting my own horn, but it is. Yeah, no, a no. fantastic uh, top ten to just get the freaking energy out. I guess. Yeah, like, well, even like Beach House, which is by far yeah. the sonic lightest on your top ten. It's well, still like an eighty yeah. plus minute, like gauntlet. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's still a very... Yeah, that's true. It's an undertaking. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of intense in its own way, even if, like, sonically it's a, a fluffy pillow. You know what I mean? So uh, I just thought that was awesome. I, I think it's awesome to see a top ten that has <laughs> Kissy Kissy Goo Goo and Skull Squisher. Uh, you got Beach House <laughs> and Chat Pile going. Uh, gospel. Oh, that Chat Pile album. Um, yeah, holy hell. You know what? I... I the ne- I think the next time Chat Pile puts out an album, I think that could be your number one. Because, like, this, I want to say... It was close. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's their debut, right? Or at least it's the yeah. first I've heard of them. And so I think maybe if they 
you know, further develop on that style a little bit. I could see that like topping your list in the future. I would love. But we'll it. see. I would. Yeah, they almost made it this time. It was a fight between the Black Country New Road, but man, there's there's so many great. Uh, and I'm and again, like I I think that like I kind of not that I was critical like too critical of Black Country New Road in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, like I didn't not like their stuff. I just was like. I, it just wasn't clicking for me at first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that this was just so special too, like the way that it just clicked. And then it made me feel more positively about like, even, I don't know, even about like black MIDI and like mm-hmm. that, I think that that like by proxy just kind of elevated that album up further in the list too. No, it's yeah, no, that's a actually really really good point because yeah like i i definitely feel better about it's that whole movement dude that that was like my takeaway from last year's list if there was like a big takeaway was just that whole windmill scene with the black country and the black midi and squid yeah dry cleaning uh all of that um and so just i love that that movement is still doing things but also like drastically shifting up their own sounds even not just kind of resting on their laurels and black country new road putting out what was my favorite album of 2021 and like not doing anything that sounded similar to that on the next album uh was and then it being my being your number one of this year and also in my top 10 and obviously their next album is going to sound radically different because isaac wood is no longer with the band yeah Um, just what an incredible band and like obviously an awesome number one pick obviously (laughs) you know kind of I joked about it a little bit, but it it is our combined album of the year. Ants from up uh, yeah. there, and uh, it, it is it is it is the classic like two white dudes with the podcast uh, yeah. <laughs> album of the year pick. But it really is a phenomenal album. It's uh, it dropped early February, and uh, that set the standard for uh, you know the albums to come the rest of the year for a lot of people. So um, just yeah. really was an incredible piece of work. Um, but yeah, what an what a great what a great top ten. Thank you. Uh, my top 10, like you mentioned, uh, had more variety, and uh, as I mentioned, only had one hip-hop album on it, uh, and uh, you already know what it is. I'm sure people listening, if they you know, if they follow my tastes, they kind of know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a year where there was so many good albums, I kind of just defaulted to like, what did I listen to the most? Uh, that, that was kind of the, the separator a lot of the times. Um, because while there were some emotionally impactful albums in my top 10, uh, a lot of it was maybe a little more kind of surface level enjoyment. Uh, a lot of, you know, just what put me in a good mood as I was listening to it or what did I... Oh, love that. Yeah, what what did I uh, just go to? What did I feel comfortable throwing on whether I was driving around or walking in the park or, or you know, working out or just whatever, you know? What were the albums that I remembered the most this year because I listened to them the most this year? And so that's kind of the the common theme among my weird variety here in my top 10. But um, number 10 for me was uh, Fontaine's DC with Skinty Fia. Uh, number nine, Viagra Boys with Cave World. Um, I love how I'm like, look at all this variety in the first two were like yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> UK post-punk bands. Um, <laughs> number eight, though, is uh, Always with Blue Rev. Number seven, Soul Glow, Diaspora Problems. Yes. Number six, 
Jer with Bothered Unbothered. Uh, number five, Black Country New Road, Ants from Up There. Number four, the aforementioned Cheek Face with Too Much to Ask. Uh, number three, here it is, Billy Woods, Ethiopes. Number two, yes. Beach House. Uh, they're welcome at my, my party as well with uh, Once Twice Melody. And then number one, uh, Charlotte Desjardins and Bolise Poupoul with Topical Dancer. That was my uh, my favorite album of the year. So uh, a very cool pick for number one album, I think. Yeah, well, and it you know it, there's always a like temptation to like, especially if we were a lot bigger than we were, there would be a a, a temptation to be like, oh, what's like a exciting pick that I could put? Yeah, in? you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, What's the like <laughs> click pick? Uh, what's the like? Yeah. I'm not a cool. I you know and like. Are you getting some cred? Like yeah. What's the cred pick? Right. What's the pick that's like? Oh man, Will is. That's really... what I should have done for chat pile. That's that yeah been... right. That would have been yeah. Well, in the reverse is me putting Beach House at like number two. But like, <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. And I'm like, is this really number one? Or am I really? Am I trying to? Am I getting cute? You know what I mean? But um, yeah. It really is. You know, I listened to this, I think, the most this year. When Spotify put out their, like, you know, for, well, you, you might not know because you're an Apple Music guy. But um, mm-hmm. they give everybody a playlist of, like, the 100 songs they listened to the most that year. Uh, and I think, like, nine songs from the Charlotte Tadishri and Bo Poopool album made it on that oh, playlist. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, I listened to the absolute shit out of this album. Um, and I think I said it. Uh, on the Scopey pod or, you know, a song of the year pod maybe, but just mm-hmm. like, there's just so much I love about the album. It's it's a lot of fun, but it is very heady. It's got a lot to say, but it says so in a way that's like witty and unique. Um, I love their chemistry between the two artists, uh, you know, just like the, the, the funny and profound and poignant vocals and lyricism combined with like the fucking uh insane production <laughs> yeah just like there's so much just good stuff in a tight package and um what's kind of crazy about it is i didn't listen to it when it came out i saw it like got good reviews but i had never heard of them I, I was like okay whatever i'll get around to this eventually and then i did like a month later and uh here it is now at number one and so it's just that's kind of what i love about doing this is like yeah, my number three is Billy Woods. Of course it was, because I fucking love Billy yeah. Woods. Number two, Beach House. Of course it was, because like, Beach House is fucking awesome. But yeah, number one and, and number four with Cheek Face, and number six and number seven uh, with Jer and Soul Glow, like, those are acts I was not familiar with before this year. And uh, now, yep. now they're in my top ten for the year. And um, it just kind of makes me wonder, like, thinking about albums i'm excited for this year knowing damn well half of my top 10 at the end of the year is going to be from some artist i've never heard of or like wasn't expecting so that that's what keeps this fun i think for me a lot of the time that's so great that's that's exactly i think how i feel about um like finding new artists that end up making it that high too Mm -hmm. i think you nailed it like now i'm super excited to look for the next chat pile album when it comes out yeah like that's going to be like a big day for me. Yeah. And then like uh, Imperial point. Triumphant. Like I'm super excited that because they've been putting out albums that people have been loving for a while. I'm super excited that now I can talk to an Imperial Triumphant fan about Spirit of Ecstasy. And, you know, like that that's the kind of stuff that's like it's it, it always keeps me uh, 
looking forward to the new stuff coming out and not just going back over and over again to the Radiohead and Brian Eno. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, but like, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I really do like, yeah, the, the more we do this, the more it feels like, ah, oh, man, like each of these new artists, every time they put out new stuff, that's just great. It just feels so good. Yeah. Well, it's like, I mean, I was just saying, oh, maybe the next Chat Pile album will top your list. Well, maybe yeah. it'll be from, maybe your number one will be from uh, some band you've never heard of before. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the, yeah, exactly. that's the crazy yeah. thing about all this is, uh, you just never know. Like, or just like you were saying, uh, Black Country New Road, you know, they put out a record you liked last year, but I don't think you would have anticipated them to top your list the next year. Um, it, it would be like if, yep, if, no way, if yeah. fucking like Red Veil put out my number one next year or something like that. Just, you know, <laughs> just like that could happen. And that's, that's what makes like music listening a lot of fun is like you have yeah. your favorites for sure. But you just never really know. You, you, you could always get caught off guard by like Charlotte Dijerie and Bullies Poupool. You know, what I mean? some some yeah. Belgian electronic duo could top your list, and you just never. Yeah, know. that is, I love <laughs> I love that too because that's absolutely something that's like just came out of nowhere like it like it should have. It's like yeah, yeah, just yeah. total slap in the face. Like all right, I guess I'll yeah. check this out. And um, I did I did want to wrap up with. Uh, just kind of, only because it's easily measurable. Uh, I didn't really do a ton of work on this, but like our combined top three albums of the year. Oh yeah, nice. Our uh, our number one is the Black Country New Road, uh, Ants from Up There. Our combined number two is Beach House with Once Twice Melody, and our combined number three is a uh, Soul Glow with Diaspora Problems. I you know if I did more work, I probably could have gotten like a top ten out of this, but just the. All three of those albums were in both of our top tens, and it was easy to rank them from there, so I just kind of stopped at three. But, uh, yeah, what an interesting group that is. And uh, I, I'm always curious as to, like, what is our album of the year? If, if we were to do an yeah. under-the-scope albums of the year, it would be Black Country, New Road, Beach House, and Soul Glow. Those are the three. Yeah. So, there you go. That's awesome. The, the, those are three great uh, picks to have. I, I agree. I agree. So, uh, yeah. those are our top 50s. Uh, anything you wanted to say before we headed out? Uh, looking forward to the end of this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sounds, sounds yeah. Pretty, looking looking uh, forward to doing this again. Bleak, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking forward to just getting this year the fuck over with. Yeah, uh, let's just get this over with. Um, <laughs> I will say this is like the first January in a while that doesn't seem like you know like we didn't begin the year with a fucking uh like insane like holy shit the world is falling apart bit of news so i guess <laughs> that's in, a good point i, I guess yeah. in that respect um yeah it could be a calm before the storm because it is uh 2023 and you know oh this is true yeah um so <laughs> but yeah. we'll see uh yeah, I look forward to doing this again in a year, but uh, for this yep. year, um, like I said, keep an eye out on uh, my Twitter feed. I'll be posting a playlist within the next couple of days uh, so you guys can listen to our picks. And um, this was a lot of fun, and uh, we look forward to yep. what's to come in 2023. Uh, thank you all for listening. Until then, see you. <laughs>